to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I interview business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, um, book signings, tour, all of that good stuff. Love to always connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, Head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author. All right, so really excited to have Michael Zwick on the line today. He is the owner and president of Assets International, LLC. Uh, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Pleasure to be here. So super interesting to me what you do, um, helping people recover assets that they don't even know exist for them, locating missing heirs, returning things uh, that people don't even know belong to them. I, wa I want to get into all of that, but before we do so, let's get um, a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started as a, as a business owner and entrepreneur? Um, started my professional career as an attorney, and even in law school, I always knew I wanted to work for myself. I just uh, didn't want to work for somebody else. Uh, so uh, for about a year after law school, I worked for some big firms uh, in one of the those things that uh, falls in the category of the some of the best decisions you make are the ones that others make for you. Uh, I was laid off from a law firm when uh, my the firm I was at lost a major client, and I was the last man in, so I was first man out. Uh, and it prompted me to just hang my own shingle, and I practiced law for a few years. Just I was a one-man operation, making a decent living, but nothing great, not, not setting the world on fire. Um, then one day, an old friend of mine um, kind of stumbled on this notion of there being money out there for people, and uh, that there are people willing to pay for being told that they have money waiting for them. And he asked me, can I do a little bit of legal work here and there, here and there, snowballed. Uh, after about a year or two, I wound up closing my practice, my law practice, because I really enjoyed what I was doing. And um, it took up a lot of my practice anyway, so I figured why not just go all in and joined and we kind of built up what we have today. That's wonderful. So um, I, I like that thing you said. I, could, I don't know if I could repeat it verbatim, but some of the best decisions are the ones that are made for you. I've never heard that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, what 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 kind of advice would you be give, would you give the um the young Michael or let's say in this case um the new law student that's graduating or just getting out and are considering hanging their own shingle? What kind of things would you tell them? Uh, what I would tell anyone who's starting a business, whether it is law practice or what we do or anything, is know your costs and be be very realistic about it and be realistic about your revenue. Um, we all, as entrepreneurs, we are by nature uh, pretty optimistic, because if we weren't, we probably wouldn't do the crazy things that we do. Uh, but we all, you, need, you need to have a reality. And sometimes uh, what I found, what has worked for me partly, is having a partner who is kind of the yin to my yang. Uh, I'm the one that comes up with kind of the crazy ideas, and. Uh, uh, he's the one that uh, um, is there to say, well, what what about this? And it, it's it's good because he he's there to uh, kind of keep me in check sometimes and and uh, poke holes, which is a good thing. Um, and another thing I say when you're an entrepreneur is don't take it personally uh, when people 
say you don't have a great idea. Sometimes they have a point, sometimes they don't, but uh, don't take it personally. Mm, that's good. So um, find somebody that compliments you. That's a huge one um, for anybody oh, that's out there that's thinking about starting a business. And I understand you have to sometimes go at it alone. Um, but even if you start, you have to go at it alone to, um, you know, to prove concept and to, and to get things going. Just always have in the back of your mind, um, you know, some of your weaknesses, not because you're going to make them better and change into a different person, but when you have the right cash flow, the right situation to be looking for the right partner, however you have to do it, the sooner you can bring somebody in that complements what you're lacking, so to speak, um, the better off I've found overall businesses run um, in, in all different levels, whether you're a solopreneur thinking about, you know, that I, doubling your staff and bringing on a partner or or you have a large business and you're and you're just talking about a department or the overall company um no so all super great points there um let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing over at assets international so who are your clients how do you help them so we have um two two areas of clients one is the individual who has money that doesn't know it uh usually someone who's inherited it Who's, uh, who's entitled to it as a, um, an heir to an estate, and we will find assets that belong to these people, and uh, various government treasuries have money for people. that will find them and uh, you know, proverbially knock on their door and say, hey, we found these assets for you. In exchange for percentage, we will tell you where it is and we'll get it for you. Um, we also have a much more expand. That that's a case where we, you know, don't necessarily want people calling us. Uh, we'll call them because uh, not not everybody's going to have money. Come waiting for them. Uh, and then the other <laughs> yeah, area, you get a bunch of phone calls saying, "Hey, I listened to this podcast. Adam said to call you because you got money for us." That's a joke. For an individual, <laughs> probably not. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to discourage anyone, but at the same time, sure, sure. the odds of any one person having, of course, uh, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars or more waiting for them is pretty small. Um, the other area that we work on is for entities, for both corporations and for nonprofits, including universities, is to do asset searches for them. They're more likely to always have money mm. out there. Not only money out there, but other assets like uh, mineral interests, um, assets, that, and uh, we also will look into the uh, cost savings and stuff that a company can achieve. So, for example, we have a very large retailer uh, that we has just engaged us to look into all of the um, rebates that they're entitled to from their accounts payable to see what have they overpaid or are not receive the rebates yet that they want us to look into to get that for them. Um, so there are a lot of areas where we can we can help a company achieve its or should they improve its bottom line by identifying assets that they can go after or cut ex, cut ex certain expenses. So how do these things happen? I'm just curious. Like how does how do how do these missing assets like? I mean, I, I'm kind of lost on that. So they just, they're just out there and people don't know that they're entitled to them or the, or the organization may not know they're entitled to it. Is that pretty much how it works? Right. So, so I'll give you an example. Uh, we have a client that is a, a Fortune 100 company. They do $50 billion a year in revenue. For them to lose $100,000, which would be an astronomical amount for your average small business to lose, 
is not even a rounding error for them. Um, you know, so they're, you know, we find 100,000 here, 200,000 there. They, it's not, I can't say it's necessarily going to affect their, their uh, operations overall, but it's obviously nice for them to get their money that they're entitled to. So it could be a vendor payment. It, it, it is as crazy as it sounds. We have uh, the same uh, retailer that I just mentioned that we represent. Uh, we recently found a quarter million dollars that they had paid twice to the same county for property taxes. Uh, they made a they made a duplicate payment, mm. um, and we identified that duplicate payment and recouped recouped the, the second payment for them. Um, so it's uh, there's there's a lot out when you're like I said when I'm talking about a company that's doing billions, uh, tens of billions of dollars a year in revenue, uh, mm-hmm. it's easy for stuff to small to fall through the cracks like that. No, I can see that for sure. Um, what about for the smaller, like the smaller companies? Uh, what what kind of things happen there? I'm just curious. So even even smaller companies definitely have room to improve. Um, whether it, it's um, you know, like I said, looking at payables. Um, Companies that are ordering merchandise from uh, from a manufacturer, often on the invoices there are terms that might say, uh, if you pay within a certain period of time, you get a percentage off. And uh, some of these companies, even smaller companies, might just pay the the gross amount on the invoice rather than that, that net amount and that percentage mm-hmm. that they're entitled to take. They're entitled to, to take back. Um, so Got it. there are that that's one example. Um, you know, companies that you know their utilities and what they're paying on. Um, excuse me, I got something in my throat. Uh, what they're paying for electricity, uh, they could be paying less if they had someone who knew what they were doing. Look at their look at their bills and say, you know, you could be saving uh, even if it's a few hundred dollars as, as a small business owner. A few hundred dollars can make a big difference. A few hundred oh, dollars for yeah. yeah, of course. Um, wow, that's great. So it sounds almost like, um, I mean, there's a, there's a bit of forensic accounting that goes into this, not just the law practice. Does that sound right? Yeah, there, I mean, the law, I, I don't practice. I should clarify, this is, this is not a law practice. Uh, actually, oh. Amnesty International is a private investigation agency uh, because uh, the first part of this I mentioned of tracking down missing heirs and beneficiaries, uh, in many states, you, one must be licensed to do that work. Um, so we, I look. So I have my law license. The education and the um, experience that I got definitely comes into play. And we have attorneys and paralegals here on staff to handle a lot of work. But it, we are not a law firm. Uh, we, but yes, we do uh, use a, accounting, forensic accounting, and um, auditing. <coughs> excuse me, to see where we can help our clients. No, that's great. Uh, and so, if if anybody listening, if they if they wanted to get in touch or to learn more about Assets International, is there a website or what's the best way for them to to get in touch with the company? So our website is uh, assetsinternational.com. Um, you can find me, Michael Zwick. Uh, you can email me directly at m z w i c k at assetsinternational.com. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, those are probably the best places to reach me. 
All right. Well, hey, Michael, I really appreciate you coming on the show, teaching us a little bit more about what you do and also sharing um, your, your experience. Um, appreciate that. To the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, head on over to Instagram, Ask Adam Torres to keep up with what I'm doing. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you want to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Um, Michael, thank you for your time today. Have a wonderful day.